what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lots About Something podcast. I'm your host, Chris Lots, and I hope that everyone has had a wonderful week. Man, I appreciate so much you jumping on uh, once again to the Lots About Something podcast for just a few minutes today. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining and, and checking it out. Uh, man, if you are back and, and listening once again, man, thank you for coming back. Man, I, I genuinely, truly uh, appreciate that so much. I'm excited about uh, excited about today's show. Uh, I want to uh, I want to honor my word though really quickly. So I told you last week. I said, hey, if you'll jump on the Apple Podcast website and you will, uh, man, leave me a five star rating and write a review, and I'm going to shout you out. And so we had two people do that this week. Uh, so, man, I appreciate that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shout them out. So Veronica uh, C W, man, she up to five star rating. She wrote this. Uh, she said, it's so great to be able to hear Pastor Chris talking a lots about stuff. Uh, so excited for his new or this new adventure, and I look forward to more episodes. So thank you, Veronica, and I definitely appreciate that shout out. Uh, also to uh, to my buddy Brent Steele, ninety nine from my adopted home of Lagrange, Georgia. Uh, Brent said, "Love hearing my guy C Lots. Always one hundred percent real. Keep up the good work. Uh, please keep them coming." If you want to hear some real and honest day-to-day life, subscribe. So, man, thanks for the support, uh, Brent and Veronica. And uh, thank you to everyone who's gone on, left a, left a rating. And, uh, man, appreciate you guys helping to uh, support the podcast. If that's something that you're interested in doing, uh, you can also go to the Apple uh, Podcast Center. Go to the Lots About Something podcast. Uh, leave a five-star rating and then write a review. Just kind of uh, that just kind of helps us out. And then if you'll do that, we'll definitely give you a shout out on next week's episode. So if you'll do that, that would be absolutely wonderful. Uh, but for today, I am excited about uh, jumping into today's podcast. I actually have a special guest, uh, returning special guest, and that's my beautiful bride. Christy and she has uh she has returned once again uh to be part of the podcast. So hey babe, how you doing today? Doing great. Good, good to see you. And uh man, since last time, all of the fans of the Lots About Something podcast, like the three fans that we have, have been like, Where is Christy? And so they missed you not being on here last week. Yeah, I'm star of the show. You are the star of the show. That is a hundred percent uh correct. And so, No, no. So, uh, and so, all right. So I'm excited about today's topic because it's something that you and I both like, and I'm, I want to jump into that, but before we do, you and I need to clear some air with one another. Okay. All right. Now, after last week's podcast, okay. So last week we talked about triggers and we talked about things that trigger, uh, trigger us. And just kind of what that means, and, and we just kind of talked through that. And so, um, so you weren't on that podcast with me. I did that by myself, but you listened to the podcast. Yes. And you got mad about something that I said. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yep. So, uh, and so I want to, I want to for the for the three listeners that we have, 
Uh, I want to, um, man, I want to replay that little clip and let them hear what it is that I said. We're talking about triggers. What it is that I said that made you so upset. And then we'll come back and, and you just kind of tell us, tell us what's up with it. Okay. Exactly. But for whatever reason, I get triggered. I get set off emotionally by someone taking my fries. I guess the most, you know, the most current day scenario of that is I'll order something and then Christy will order something else, but then she wants to eat what it is that I have ordered. Right. And so you had the choice, babe. I love you. You had the choice to get whatever on the menu that you wanted, right? This isn't like cooking at home where there's, you know, we get, if we're having hamburgers, we're having hamburgers. We're having sandwiches, you get sandwiches, right? That's not the case at a restaurant. The great thing about a restaurant is you can go in and you can literally get whatever it is that you want to get. And so you make a choice and then sure enough, every single time, Hey, will you, uh, will you split some of that with me? Will you, can I have some of that? Well, listen, if you had wanted it, you should have got it to the first place. So anyway. Okay. So babe, so you heard that and I remember you were listening to it at night and then I think it was the next morning you came up to me and you expressed your frustration with my frustration when you take food off of my plate what what were you what what made you so mad about that comment well i guess listening to it and thinking of triggers or things that aggravate you i had no clue that i was a trigger in your life as far as taking i don't even take food off your plate i ask if i can have a hot wing off your plate and I didn't realize that it triggered you. So I was surprised to listen to um, the podcast and you, I be the trigger. <laughs> it was me that you, triggered you. You didn't know that I you were that. a trigger. So that's, that's what upset you. Now, let me ask you this. Just does it surprise you at all that I would get upset if you took food off of my plate? Does that surprise you one bit? I just think you have a problem. <laughs> With sharing your food, so <laughs> that is a hundred percent true. But I had no idea. And if you had listened on, but I said this is probably not a good thing. And I even talked about how it was an unhealthy. It identified something unhealthy in my life. Yes, I did. And so, uh, so if I made you mad, I'm sorry. I definitely didn't mean it. And it wasn't mad. It was more. I had no idea. So I, if I asked for a hot wing, it's because I didn't. You want a hot wing? I didn't want twelve wings. I just wanted one. But See, and I think you should have just gotten wings if you wanted wings. But I wanted my po' boy, and I wanted a wing. So, but all right. For the record, now just to set the record straight, this weekend we had Lily's birthday here. She just turned fifteen. We had her birthday here, and we ordered some food in, and we got wings. Mm -hmm. And I generously, out of just the love in my heart, 
offered my wings to you for you to enjoy. Did I not? You did. But yes, I did. Knowing that I was a trigger did not ask <laughs> for the wings that were on the floor. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. See, I was just demonstrating my generosity to you. All right. Well, let's move on. Okay. All right. So, uh, so yeah. So, I'm glad that we cleared the air about the hot wing controversy of 2019. Uh, it's what all of the... It's what all the gossip sites have been talking about. It's all uh, the arguments in the household. It's all the arguments of the household has been about hot wings this past week. It was that easy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. If it was only that easy. Uh, but actually, actually, babe, what I want to talk about is, um, man, something a lot more fun, something that you and I both really enjoy and we really like. And so I want to jump into it and kind of... Um, and kind of talk about it for a couple minutes. So in our in our marriage, what we have discovered is that, and we talked about this before. I think we talked about this last time you were on here. Is you and I are very polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Like normally, if I think it's hot, you think it's cold, right? If you uh, if you like something, um, you know, a a color or Color's not a really good option. Uh, a, a song, like you like a certain kind of music, I like a certain kind of music, right? And so um, we just kind of often have different opinions. And I think that's a that's a good thing for you and I, because if it was if we were all like me, then we would be broke and we would have no plan and no structure in our life, right? Mm-hmm. But if we were all like you, then we would go to bed at eight o'clock every single night, right? And so, so we just we just vary in our differences, right? But in our marriage, uh, we have tried to find things that that we both enjoy. And so, you know, I would say overall we're probably different personalities, um, but we try to find things that we can find common ground on. And so, you know. I'm just, I just was kind of thinking about those things. And if you think of something like, uh, like we played softball together for a while and we actually played on a co-ed team together uh, for a while until I had that incident on the pitcher's mound. We're not going to talk about that right now, but that was a, that was a, that was a pretty rough day. Uh, Yeah. I had to go to the hospital and, and anyway, uh, sonogram, anyway, none of all, we won't talk about that, but we played softball together Um, when we lived closer to Atlanta when we lived over in LaGrange, Georgia. Uh, we used to go to Braves games and we would do that pretty frequently. We found that we could get there in about 40, 45 minutes. And um, that was something that we liked to do. Uh, we like to watch TV shows together. Uh, we watch movies together. That's something that you and I both like. And for the most part, we tend to like the same movies. I mean, you know, things that I like, you like. Uh, we just... We just watched Endgame this past weekend. I know we're a couple weeks late, uh, but we just watched Endgame. Did you like Endgame? What did you think about it? Yeah, I liked it. Now, no spoilers because there may be people on the Lots About Something podcast that hadn't watched it, so you can't give a spoiler. But just really quick, what was your what was your synopsis? What was your breakdown of Endgame? It was good. Um, Thor surprised me. Yeah. Um, some sadness occurred. Yeah. But it was good. I mean, it was good. If yeah. You, if you'd watched the movies, then it was 
Yeah. Or, you know, leading up to that, it was like, it was a good one. Was it after the la- Was it after Infinity War that we decided to go back and watch all the Marvel movies <laughs> back to back, like in order? Yeah, I don't know. Because there were some that you hadn't seen, and there were some that I hadn't seen. And I think I'm all caught up. Well, no, there's a couple I haven't seen, but we've got a, we've got about four or five that we haven't seen. But we felt like we were good enough to be able to. We watched Infinity War and then we watched um, Endgame. So anyway, nonetheless, so we like to watch movies. But but one of the things, and this probably is this will probably surprise a lot of people that is true about you is one of the things that we like to do together and we like to, we enjoy spending time together is we like to play Fortnite together. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And so you and I play Fortnite. We play with Emma and we play with Lily and uh, often, and, and Emma didn't play for a while. She's just now starting to play again. Um, but, you know, but oftentimes we would all kind of all four get on and play together. And, and so we were able to spend some time together. And so if you're not familiar with Fortnite, maybe you're listening and and you're not. You've heard the phrase Fortnite, or you've heard you know read articles about Fortnite, and you're not really that familiar about Fortnite. You know the best way that I know how to describe it is essentially it is this cartoon island, and you are a cartoon character, but you're like a you're not a warrior. You're just a person, right? You have different different looks and different styles of of character that you could wear. And, you know, you kind of, you kind of land on this Island and the whole point of the game is to be the last person or the last team surviving. Right. And so you find guns and you shoot people and it kind of sounds crazy, but it's not violent. It's not, you know, other than you're shooting people uh, with a cartoon gun, but there's not blood. It's not gory. You know, there's nothing like that. And when I first started playing, when I very first time we ever played, it reminded me a lot of Hunger Games, mm-hmm. uh, which is another movie that you and I have we like we like the way you watched all of those too. And so uh, and so it just kind of reminded me of that. And so, but but the crazy thing about Fortnite, the crazy thing about Fortnite is it has done something that any business or any trend or uh, any organization would love to do is Fortnite has been able to cross over from what their market is into an entire culture, right? And so Fortnite is not just a video game, but it's also, it's almost like it's this cultural movement where, you know, you see people and kids are doing dances that they do in the game and Fortnite has taken old dances and made them popular again. You know, a lot of people didn't even know who the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was and the the Carlton dance. Right. And so, you know, but they put that dance in the game and it made it popular again. Well, Carlton got mad and he tried to sue, ended up dropping the the lawsuit, you know? Yeah. He dropped the lawsuit. yeah, I think he's going to redo it later, but he dropped it for now. But, you know, the the floss, um, you know, and so you got you see these kids and these people that are out there doing these Fortnite dances and Fortnite has just done something amazing that it has. And it's just crossed over. 
it's just crossed over into this uh, cultural movement, which is really, really interesting. And it's interesting because kids that are Emma's age, eight years old, they love to play it. Or nine years old, excuse me. They love to play it. But I'm a 40-year-old man, and you're a 40-year-old woman, and we love to play it. And so, but it's not just that. It's not just that. But our teenage daughter loves to play it. And I was watching Twitch. Twitch is a uh, Twitch is this channel where just people pl- you just watch people play video games, and that within itself is crazy to think that I would enjoy watching other people play video games. But I saw this guy on there, and he was seventy one years old. He was playing Fortnite, right? And so, so Fortnite is not just cr- uh, it hasn't just crossed cultural lines, but it's crossed generational lines which is absolutely phenomenal. And so as a, uh, you know, as, as a fan of Fortnite, as, a, as a, a video gamer, a casual gamer, I think that's interesting. That's an interesting thing. It's exciting because it's a game that I like and I'm interested in, but really from a business standpoint. And a lot of what my job is, even as a pastor and the role that I play, uh, is I look at a lot of the business aspects of our of our church and I you know I, I look at those things and I look at those trends and to have the ability to not only to be a niche you're a video game but you're a video game that not only has gone into the mainstream culture but you've crossed generational uh, boundaries as well really is phenomenal I looked up a couple things I you know I just about Fortnite, and, and we're, I want to get into our conversation, but uh, these are a couple of things that I don't know that I knew. Maybe you don't know either. Um, but as of March of 2019, so as of March of 2019, 250 million people have been playing Fortnite. Now, like that's a that's a lot of folks, right? And so 250 million people, the highest ever at one time. So the most. So that's people that have really played ever. So any 250 people, I guess, over the life of Fortnite have played. The most ever at one, like consistently playing at one time was seven, uh, 78.3 million people were all playing at one time consistently together. And that was probably, people say that's probably the highest uh, point that Fortnite had ever been in. Um, in any one time, at any one time, 8.3 million people are playing Fortnite. So when you jump on and I jump on and, and we're playing together, that means that there are 8.3 at any time. There's about 8.3 million people that are playing Fortnite at one time. That's absolutely amazing. Um, and then I, look, I looked at some other stats and they said, someone asked the question, uh, is Fortnite the most popular game of all time? And this particular article, I think it was Reddit, I was reading this article and read it and they were saying it's not, it's probably not the most popular game of all time, but it is one of, and it ranked it up there with games like Tetris. And it's hard to believe that a game that you and I played when we were kids is one of the greatest games of all time, but it is. And, uh, and Minecraft. And so that's been a, that's been a big game for a long time as well. And so, uh, and so my Fortnite is this big it is this this big uh, man. Just this is big deal, really, and it's a big deal for a lot of homes. Uh, it's a big deal for a lot of families. But 
what we have learned and what we've discovered about Fortnite is there are good things about it that we like. And I think that's why if there wasn't good, then you and I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be something that we'd spend our time in. But there's also bad in it. And there's a lot of negativity around Fortnite. And I'm not talking about people that don't like the game and people that don't like the way it plays. I'm talking about, I'm talking about parents or people that are concerned about what Fortnite is and what Fortnite does. I I heard, I read an article the other day that uh, Prince Harry from the UK actually made a declaration that he wanted to ban Fortnite in the UK because of the message that it sent out. And so there, you know, so if you're talking about Fortnite, this, this little video game, of cartoon characters has the attention of the royalty of the United Kingdom, it's a really big deal, right? But but there is good and there's bad and there's some negativity around it. And so I wanted to, you know, you and I can't in this, in the amount of time we've got, you and I can't process through everything, right? But I did think that you and I could have a discussion because this is something that this isn't foreign to us. We're engaged. We play this game, um, you know, almost on a daily basis. I play it. I play it more than you do, but we do play it together and we play it together frequently. Um, and so just kind of, I want to just kind of ask you some questions and then we'll just kind of create a dialogue about what, what it is and what it's not and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, so here's a couple things that I thought. First thing is this. What is it that you, now, there are people that listen to our podcast that are really surprised that Christy likes to play Fortnite, right? They've seen their kids play it. They have seen their, you know, their brothers or their sisters or whoever playing it. But I don't, I don't know that they're surprised that I play it. But I think some people, when people find out that you play Fortnite, are kind of surprised by it. So what is it that you like about Fortnite? What is it that you enjoy about it? I like to play games in general. Um, And when the girls started playing, I could play with them because we had the same console. Um, Then they changed it to where we all could play. You know, they made it go to... I don't know what you call yeah. it. But I had the PlayStation. I have a I PlayStation. Have you have an Xbox. And a while, it's been a, I don't remember exactly how long ago, but PlayStation people used to not be able to play with Xbox people. And then they they changed that. They fixed it. They opened it up for, so then, then Xbox and PlayStation people could all play together. Right. And when I first started playing, I was no good. Um, I've been playing for a year and I'm probably still no good at it, but. Same. Um, it's just fun. I think it's fun to play with friends, is play with family. Um, and the end goal is trying to be number one, which, you know, when we do, there's rare moments when we do get a, a win. Um, it's just exciting. I mean, you work together and it's just fun. Yeah. If you've never played Fortnite, I don't guess you understand it. But yeah. if you have played Fortnite, then you totally understand that it's just fun. Yeah. And I think, I think the, you know, the people that will, will listen to this conversation, this this dialogue. There will be people that are, you know, I can think of my buddy Zach and I can think of my buddy Gary. And, you know, they play, We've I've played with them. You've played, I think you've played 
with them before. I know you've at least played with Gary before. And, um, you know, there's others, you know, shout out to the cat and Wally and G, G Hizzy, Will, KK, all of you guys. And so, you know, Joel. And, uh, and so, you know, that that's my squad, by the way. Woohoo. So yeah, shout out to the squad. Colt, Yeah, Colt 45. And so, um, you know, so there'll be people that they do play, but then there'll be other people that they don't and they don't really know. They they've heard of it. You know, there's not many people that haven't heard of Fortnite in some way or another. Um, and so, you know, it's 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 interesting. It's you know, it's just interesting to be able to hear like what is it that you like? What is it that you like about Fortnite? I think for me, um, you know, obviously I like video games. And so it's, it's a video game. It's probably, and you know, this may show, this may show the skill level of my video game ability, but it may be one of the most challenging games I've ever played uh, just because it's not you against a computer. Like you don't just figure out, you don't just figure out you know, a movement or a system or a rhythm. Um, it's you against another person. And so it's not a, it's, you're not facing a computer when you're battling someone else. That's another live person that's thinking the way that you're thinking and you're trying to outmaneuver and outtrick one another. And so even though it's the same game, there's no two games that are ever the same. And that's intriguing as a video game person. That's intriguing to me. And so I like that. So, all right, here's another question for you. So what do you think, what do you think are the dangers for a parent? So there's a parent that's listening to the podcast and they don't, they know their kid plays it all the time. They don't really know why they don't really get it. They don't really understand it. Um, What are the dangers that a parent needs to be aware of when their kid is playing Fortnite or, or any video game where, you know, because Fortnite, you communicate with one another, uh, any kind of system like that, what would be the danger that a parent that's not, you know, they're not gamers that they should be aware of? I think that, well, with Fortnite, if you, if you're not on a squad and you, and you set your game up to play with just anybody to feel the game, then they can talk to people that we don't know. So, you know, especially with our nine-year-old, she's not allowed to do that. She can only play with us or with family. She's not allowed to just talk to anybody. So just to be aware, especially if they're younger, you know, maybe set the the setting to where they can't talk to people or not have a headset in or, you know, just because there are people out there that, prey on little kids like that or you know they're looking for um, outlets like that so parents just need to be aware of that um, and not to it can become consuming it can become addicting so time it you know time limited would be a a danger of playing too much would be a danger for me so limit the time that they're doing it because it and for for parents that kids do play if they're in the middle of a game, I totally understand when you say, get off of it now. But if they're in the final 10 they and they don't want to get off yet, just give them another two or three minutes to try to get. Yeah, that's good. They're trying to get to number one. And I totally understand, you know, you've been on it 30 minutes to an hour, time to get off. 
But as a parent that plays, <laughs> I understand the frustration it would be for you to come and cut the console off or, you know, just give them. They're in the game. They've been in it, you know, from 100 players down to the final five. Yeah, just good. sit in there and watch them for a minute. Let them see if they can do it. They may or may not, but just kind of give them that length of time before they cut it off to let them finish the game. Um, that's not really a danger. That's more of a, I understand it from a child's point of view, to just give them a minute to to see if they're winning. Yeah. And then they'll get off. Yeah. Um, so that would be just a, a plug in. No, I think that's a great thought. I would say, I would say, and I want to ask you, I want to ask you a follow-up question on that that I thought of. I would say be mindful of when they're playing. Yes. You know, because... I don't need to be up at midnight playing. You know, I'll admit... You know, there are, I don't do this every night, but there are a couple nights a week. You go to bed, you go to bed earlier than I do. And so after you go to bed, you go to sleep, I'll get up and I'll play with the guys, you know. And so I'll get on with the guys. I'll get on, you know, with uh, with Wally, Gary, um, with Joel, Nikki. You know, we'll jump on whatever squad we can form up if there's a, a group of people on. And I will see, you know, I'll see, younger kids that I know that are still on and they're still playing Fortnite and they're still inviting me into a party at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And it's one thing for that to be on a Friday night, but when it's like a Monday, Tuesday, they've got school the next day. And so I would, I would say be mindful of when they're put, when they're playing. And I like the idea about the time limit. So this is the part that I wanted to ask you. What about the parent? What, what would you say to the parent that would say, I can't get my kid off of the game. I can't, I have told them to get off. I've tried to set limits. I cannot get them off the game. What would you say to that parent that's, that's kind of listening and, and you know, they're not gamers. They don't know anything about Fortnite. They just know that they're frustrated and they're fed up with it because their kid won't listen. And that's all they want to do. Well, be the parent. It sounds like if they can't get them off, then they're not being the parent. And take the remotes or unplug the console. I mean, there's <laughs> be the parent. I mean, if they're on it way too long, then it affects the attitude, I think. Um, I think it is, con- like I said, consuming, addicting if it's too long. Um, so just be the parent. Take take charge <coughs> if there is an issue with them yeah. being on it too long. I mean, we do. Yeah. If that's an issue. So. Yeah, I think that's the... I think that phrase, let the parent be the parent, is is so good, but it means so much because it's really more than just this is this goes beyond it goes beyond Fortnite. It is, you know, you have to have a Well you can't have you can't have the video game be the babysitter or you know, let it um sit them or entertain them all the yeah. time. I mean you still have to be engaged in it in their life. Yeah, I think that's a great point too. So, I mean, if they are on it too much, then what are the parents doing that's allowing them to be on it so much? Yeah. I mean, it's my thing. No, I agree with that. And I think too, it's a matter of, you know, I think too, it's a matter of just trying to, you know, really be mindful of what it is that they're doing. Um, how it is, how they're doing, what it is they're doing. If they're not, if they're not listening, you know, the idea of the parent being the parent. And again, 
man, I'm not the world's greatest parent. I don't think that I am, you know, I have more to learn than I already know. And there are people out there that have forgotten more than I will ever know about parenting. But, you know, the idea of the parent being the parent is, man, here is the rule. Here is the guideline. You're going to follow the rule and you're going to follow the guideline. Now, here's here's what I tell my girls. I tell Lily this. I tell Emma. I say, here's the rule. Here's the guideline. If you feel like it needs to change, then I need for you to come to me and I need you to ask me and explain to me why that needs to change. And if you can't do that, you know, you don't make up your own rules. If I say, hey, we got five minutes, we got five minutes. If you feel like you need seven and not five, then you need to come have a conversation with me and we may adjust it or we may not. But essentially the rule is the rule and we're not going to change that. And so that's the whole uh, idea of the parent being the parent is you have to, you have to, to lead the charge. Now the kids will kick and they will scream and there will be wailing and there will be gnashing of teeth. I don't want to get up. Did you never tell you the story I heard? This doesn't have anything to do with parenting. Never hear the story about I heard about when the hurricanes were in last year and the kid was in the middle of a hurricane and he would not like a tree. I can't remember exactly like a tree was going to fall through his house or fell through his house. And he wouldn't get off because he was about to win the game of Fortnite. Yeah. Did I tell you about that? I think I've seen it or read it. Yeah. So that's a great, you could probably Google that story. It's a crazy story, but you know, essentially there, you know, there's this desire to want to, to want to play, to do better. I died. I want to try again, but I think, you know, you give them the extra minutes, but then after the extra minutes, there's no one more. And that's just an example of the parent being the parent is you set the guidelines and then you just kind of you just kind of hold them to that. Now there's grace and there's mercy, but there's also expectation. Yeah, but then there's also game brain where you're in the gamer mode and you know, you said one more game, but then you die right away, then game mode's gonna be like one more time. Well, you know, we say it all the time. One yeah. more game, one more game, one well, more game. Well, yeah, and I've done that, and there's been many a night that I have stayed up too late because I knew that I should go to bed, but I'd be like, okay, just one more. Okay, just one more, just one more. And, you know, that does happen. And I think, you know, that is, that's where the parent has to step in and say, even though I'm going to make you mad right now and there's going to be a fight and there's going to be fussing and there's going to be mouth, I'm drawing the line. Here's what we're going to do. And then you just got to be okay with them not being okay. Yeah. So, um, all right. So here, here's another, here's another question. Tell me what's good about Fortnite. So there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of negative. Obviously, we're we're fans, right? You and I are fans of Fortnite. We play it. We like it. We recognize that there are some some dangers, some things to be hesitant of. But what is what is good? What is there that is good about Fortnite? I think you already kind of hit on that a little bit, but just kind of go for, into it more. For us as a family, um, it's good quality time. We do it together. Um, friends, you can play with your friends, so, you know, you're interacting there. And then help. I mean, my nephews, you know, they're, they're young, but they'll come right with me and they're right beside me to make sure I'm going in the right way or if I need help or, you know, somebody's coming after me, they're gonna, they're there to help me, you know. 
I got you, I got you, Christy. You know, there it's just a fun interactive game where we work together as a squad, you know, we're all in it together. Um, and it's just fun to do as a family with you know, you can just do it inside the house. I mean it's with our nephews and my sister and our good friends, you know, at the church. So Yeah. To me, that's pros to it all. Yeah, I think so too. I tell you what I like about it, and this this may not be true for everyone, but you know, there's very few things that it's just because she's a teenager, but there's very few things that Lily wants to do with us, like trying to get her to come watch TV with us. Right. She doesn't like to do that. Um, you know, she doesn't like a lot of things that we like, but she will say, "Hey, Dad, will you will you play Fortnite with me?" And, and so. Yeah, absolutely. I will. Because for me, it's a, it's an avenue and I've gotten on and I've played with her friends. Yes. And so people, that, kids that go to her school, I get on and play with them. I, I chat them up mm-hmm. and it helps me to, you know, as a parent, I'm always watching in her world, but it's a, it's an ability for me to actually, even if it's a small snippet where she allows me to be in her world. And, and I appreciate, you know, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I think the dangers, you know, the things that I look out for are spending way too much time. I have been guilty of that. And I am at times guilty of that. And you have to remind me like, Hey, you need, you know, you need to get off or, Hey, you spent too much time there or whatever. And, and that's just the, I think that's just the video, you know, the, the drive in me. And, and I've been like that for as long as I can remember. I just kind of, I kind of get lost in the in the video game, I guess part of it. Um, but as a parent, it, it's more. I like playing the game. It's fun. It's challenging. But I like the time that it creates, and it, I like the opportunity that it gives us uh, to be able to to spend time together and hang right, out. And I don't necessarily like to play alone, and I don't play with people I don't know. So, um, see, I like that. But I, but I don't do that with y'all. Right. I'm not a loner. I don't like to play solo, and I don't like to play with people. If I have to play with someone I don't know, I prefer not to play. Yeah. I only like to play with people I'm familiar with and that I know. Um, so that's just something no parents can look out for, too. Yeah, and as crazy as this. Knowing who they're, knowing who they're playing with. Yeah. Um, and who they're talking to would be my name, like, you know, just my name. Yeah. Now I would say that 100%, you know, be mindful as a, as a 40 year old man, you know, I like getting on talking to people. Um, but I also know, I also know what my boundaries are and I know what I'm going to listen to. If somebody's got a bad mouth, I'm going to, I'm going to mute them or I'm going to get off or whatever. Um, and so, but it's different, you know, it's different for my teenage daughter and my, my young daughter to do that. And so I, I just want to be mindful of what they're doing. and what. So one more thing about this Fortnite. So we've talked a lot about kids, but the truth is a lot of, uh, a lot of adults play this game too. Uh, interesting uh, stat that I found from the Verto watch their their statistics, they run statistics. Uh, they said this, it says, Fortnite is the most popular among players the ages of 18 to 24. They account for 63% of all the people that play Fortnite, which I, I thought it would be younger kids, but, you know, it's higher. Um, and then players between 25 and 34 represent 22.5% of the people that play. And then our age group, our category, the, our category, the old crew, the old folk crew <laughs> wrapping it up, 
between the ages of 35 and 44, they make up 13% of overall user base. So there are a lot of adults that play this game. So let's talk about this really quick. What would you say to a, what would you say to a spouse? Now, I have people tell me all the time, uh, my buddy Cat. I met Cat. I met the cat. His name's Randy, but I met the cat playing Fortnite, right? And as crazy as it sounds, I never would have thought it was true, but he and I became buddies and, you know, we talk on the phone. He, he wasn't playing for a couple months. He's playing again now, but we, you know, we'd FaceTime each other. We'd catch up, you know, I know about his family. He knows about my family. Um, and so, you know, so there's a, a friendship that was re- there. And Kat tells me, he has told me before, told me this time, he said, man, he said, you're lucky your wife plays Fortnite with you. And so I do, I count that as, you know, because the truth is I probably would not get to play as much as I do if it wasn't something that you understood and you got it and you like doing it and we would, we could be able to do it together. But say, talk to the spouse, help a spouse out that maybe their spouse plays, but they don't. And they don't even have interest. Like, you play video games. Your favorite video game of all time was Bubble Bobble, mm-hmm. like on Nintendo. Yeah. So talk to the spouse that their, their husband, and maybe it's not Fortnite, but they play something else. Mm-hmm. What is it? Talk to that person. Help them. One, kind of help help them to um, to be able to process and understand, but also help them to be able to navigate maybe their frustrations that they have about about their spouse playing uh, too much or, or not understanding why they play. Well, let's talk about the good. The good that we play together is because it is our time together. I think a problem that would probably occur if I didn't would be because I do like quality time. Yeah. And I would feel like that's all you ever did. If I, if, if your spouse and you don't play the game and your spouse plays it a lot, then I could see where it would cause problems. Um, from the time to just spending way too much time on it. And I, I would just say, you know, if it became a problem, to talk with them about it and say, hey, can you play when I go to bed? Or can you play when I'm not home? Yeah. Um, or can you just play at these certain times, give us some time, and then, you know, make time for it? Because probably the number one argument that I probably have is you spend way too much time on it, you know, and it becomes what you want to do all the time instead of, you know, spending time with the family. Well, they start to feel like they are less important. Well, like with me, I play the game, but I know when to not play the game too. It's not like I have to play it every day. I normally play when challenges come out and the weekend, but when just from our standpoint, if you play more than I do and it takes up a lot of my time, then I feel like it's more important than me um, or your friends are more important than me because you're wanting to play all the time. So that's where it would become an argument, yeah. you know, between us maybe or a discussion. But um, Yeah. I think it's a matter of being self-aware. It's for the person that's 
the playing the game. I think you have to be self-aware of how much time that it is that you actually spend because there's been times where I have gotten lost in a game and you'll say, do you know how long you've been on that? And I'll, and I will think about it and I will legit be like, I have no idea, right? I have no idea how long that I have just, you know, sat here and played this game. And so I think you have to be self-aware, set up systems in place, put a timer on your phone, you know, do something that helps you monitor it. Because, you know, when I when I stream on Twitch, it gives me a, a timer of how long I've been on. And that's been one of the most helpful things because then I can say, okay, well, I've been on an hour. I probably need to start thinking about getting off. Mm-hmm. And, or I've been on an hour and a half or whatever it is, I probably need to, I probably need to, to get off. And so it's just some kind of a system that helps someone to be accountable will, will also will work. I would also say that there has to be balance. You know, you can't, you can't be all video game, no family. Mm-hmm. You have to, there has to be time where, you know, where real life happened. I love playing a video game as much as anybody, right? I, I enjoy it. But also, I also realize that there's life that's happening outside of, and this is the room. So I'm going to say this room, this is the room that I, we did the podcast was also the room that I, I normally game out of, but there's life that's happening. And, you know, there's kids and there's a wife and there's, you know, a whole world that exists beyond that. And so you just have to, you have to make the conscious effort. I would, you know, and I don't really, it's hard for me to understand, it's hard for me to be in the shoes of the spouse that doesn't play video games because I do. But I would say one thing that you are good at in our relationship, whether it's video games or it's not, is you. even though you know it's I'm not going to receive it well, you're really good about saying this is what I, I want. This is what I need. You know, this is how I feel. And even though I don't necessarily always receive that well, you're really, I would say for the most part, you tend to be really clear, really open about what you're feeling. And I would say this, my other thing I would say is, you know, I don't, I don't want this to be a marriage podcast, this particular episode, but since we're here is, you know, don't expect for your spouse to be a mind reader. They don't know what it is that you're thinking unless you communicate it to them and so right. and if and if they're playing the game too much but you never say anything about it then they don't realize that <laughs> it's you know aggravating them or frustrating them that you're on it for so long so for the spouse that doesn't play if it is a problem then they should address it and say maybe you know give me some time and not so much of the game if you know if it's that kind of issue yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, babe, thanks so much for being here. Obviously, you live here. This is our house. You get to go cook. You yeah. get to go cook. But, hey, I thank you for being on the podcast. I love you, and uh, I appreciate you jumping in here with me and hanging out. Well, it was fun. It was fun. And uh, we'll play Fortnite later. Yep. Yeah, we will. Awesome. Well, guys, before we jump off of here, I want to give you a little bit of encouragement. I always try to, man, I always try to give us something. Man, leave us with something that can help us do better this week, be better this week, 
live better this week. And so, and so I want to, um, and I just kind of want to tie in to this whole idea of, uh, of balance and, and, you know, things that we love because truth is, you know, sometimes life can be out of balance. Um, you know, we can be so focused on our problems that we don't focus on the things that are good. And if that's true, then man, we don't have balance because the truth is there's always going to be problems, but there's also always good. Had a had a pastor friend that told me one time, he said, life's, you know, you have to think of life like two railroad tracks that are running side by side. There may always be bad when you have bad that's going on, but you always have good right beside it. And you, you have to determine whichever it is that you want to focus on, right? And so you've got to decide what it is that you that you want to focus on. And so uh, and so I, I like what is scripture in the Bible. It's the book of Philippians, uh, chapter four, verse eight. This is what it says. It says, finally, brothers. And so, you know, that's just a way by saying brothers is not necessarily a sibling or, you know, it's not family. Uh, it's just talking about friends, like finally friends. Hey, guys, basically it's like, hey, guys, let me wrap up what I'm about to say with this. And that's what that's what they're, the author here uh, is writing. And they say this, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if it uh, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about these things. You know, it's so easy to go through our day and and to think about all the things that are going wrong or to think about all the problems that we had or to think about what they said or what that said or or that we don't have money to pay this. And, and it's so easy to let the weight of life rest on our shoulders, but also it rests in our minds. And we wrestle and battle and it causes stress, it causes anxiety. But I like what I like what this verse says because it, it gives us a list of things that really our mind should be focused on. Because now does that mean, you know, does that mean that we don't listen, we don't pay attention to our problems? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying we don't pay attention to our problems. But when our problems are the only thing that we think about, then we don't really have our thought process isn't good. We don't have balance in our thought process. And so, you know, there are times that you need to you need to look at the problems. You need to look at the situations. You need to look at the stressful things that are going on. And you may need to figure it out. You know, th- there may be some things, difficult conversations that need to be had. But when those are the things that you only, when that is the only thought in your mind, then there's not an imbalance. Because for everything that's bad that's going on, I mean, you've also got a lot of good. And so I like what the scripture says, you know, whatever is honorable. Whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's anything that's excellent, man, what is excellent that's going on right now, right? Did did someone say something nice about your hair today, or you know, did someone say you were losing weight, or did somebody laugh at a joke that you told? If anything is worthy of praise, think about these things. And so, man, I would just encourage you this week to, man, look at look at the way that you think. And challenge your thought process. And if your thoughts are always negative, if your thoughts are always uh, putting you in a bad mood, I've done that before. Man, I've thought stuff and put myself 
in a bad mood. And so, you know, if that's you and you do that on a consistent basis, man, I just challenge you to choose to think different. You can control, listen to me, you can control what it is you think about and what it is that you allow to run loose in your mind. And so you can control that and you can, and and the Lord can help you control that. And so you're like, you sometimes you just got to remind yourself, Hey, I'm not going to worry about that. God, you pray, Hey, God, help me not to think that way. And just start thinking different thoughts, start thinking about things that are good. Think about things that are excellent. Think about rainbows and sunflowers or cupcakes or bacon. Like, like, bro, how can you be sad thinking about bacon? Anyway, uh, so yeah, so that's my encouragement for you today is to think different, allow yourself to uh, to think different and challenge yourself, challenge yourself to think different if the way that you're thinking is negative. Well, guys, that's all that I have for today's podcast. Man, if you made it this far, thank you so much uh, for hanging out with me, the Lots About Something podcast. Uh, man, thank you, Christy, for jumping on here with me. Uh, always uh, a better looking presence on the podcast, but always great to have your voice and um, and uh, and share your thoughts. Uh, so, hey, a couple things really quickly, man. If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, please go to the Apple website. Unfortunately, I don't think the Google or Spotify does this, but I know specifically if you go to the Apple Podcast, you can leave a rating. And so, man, leave a five-star rating. Uh, that helps us to gain prestige and clout, so to speak, in the podcast land. Uh, but also leave a review. And if you'll do that, I'll definitely give you a shout out on the next podcast. Uh, you can find us on several different platforms. And so you can find us on the Apple Podcast. You can find us on the Google Podcast. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, you can also go to our website. It's lots about something.com lots about something.com and uh, from that website man you can do anything that you want to do you can you can listen to the podcast you can read more about me and 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 who I am if you wanted to do that but you can also connect with us and so maybe you have a thought maybe you have a question uh, maybe you have a, a idea I've got a I've got a I've got a suggestion for a podcast uh, idea that um, that we're going to be doing. We, we may do it next week or the week after uh, this past week. And so as a, a listener, my buddy Gary, uh, he said, hey, what do you think about, what about this? And I thought it was a great idea. And so we're definitely going to be doing that podcast uh, either next week or, or the week after that. And so, um, yeah, so leave me a suggestion. And you can even leave criticism. You're like, man, you get on my nerves. You talk too long. Whatever it is, man, I love to hear from you. I am open to whatever it is uh, that you have to say. And so if you would, uh, and just, you can go, you can, again, you can leave uh, comments. You can ask questions. We'll answer them right here on the podcast uh, if, you, uh, if you'd like for me to. And, um, you know, but you can do all of that, lotsaboutsomething.com slash connect or lotsaboutsomething.com. You can go to the connect tab. And, uh, and do that right there. So, man, guys, again, thank you so much for being on here. Thank you so much uh, for hanging out with me today. And uh, until next time, deuces.